0: Well good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is wherever you are tuning in. Thank you so much for joining me today for A Voice from the Ever Change Meditation Program. Now today I am offering a guided meditation on impermanence and change Uh, and this is uh, part three of a three, uh, really a four-part series. where we'll be uh, examining change in our own mind, in our thought process, in our beliefs, values, and so forth. Now, you don't have had to see uh, part one and part two to get benefit from this. Uh, they don't, they're not a, a, a stage one, stage two, stage three unfolding like that. You can start here, you can go back to the first one, second one, and so forth. And actually before that, uh, I gave a a pretty long, uh, about a half an hour, 40 minute introduction to this practice of impermanence. So that might be worth uh, viewing at some point. Again, you don't have had to have seen that uh, to get benefit uh, from today's offering. So do uh, stick around, uh, listen to the guided meditation, meditate along with me, and then uh, see how you feel You might want to stick with this particular guided meditation for a week or two weeks and then go back to the other ones that's up to you but those are available Uh, they're available on YouTube Uh, they're available on Instagram Facebook page if you scroll down and I have many many uh, guided meditations available on my website suchsweetthunder.org so if you're interested in uh, recordings either podcast recordings or video of guided meditations I have an abundance uh, there for you to check out now before I get started into uh, this beautiful practice today I do have a few announcements Uh, first I am offering an online meditation retreat Uh, this retreat is entitled such sweet thunder it's a healing retreat and I thought this would be appropriate particularly for my friends and family in America who are uh, feeling uh, such division right now. Uh, This uh, could be a really uh, alleviating practice uh, to embark on. So this retreat launches on October 17th and we'll meet twice a week until November 14th. Now, if you notice, that goes right over election day and that was done uh, intentionally. Uh, because again uh, I am offering this retreat as a way of um, offering a respite from uh, the division uh, within America right now uh, such suffering over there so we meet on Wednesday and Saturday evenings uh, that is uh, USA time if you're here in Asia where I am uh, it'll be Thursday and Sunday mornings and uh, this will be done over zoom Uh, and there'll be 90-minute sessions. So one session will be dedicated to meditation, pretty much only. There'll be a chance for discussion after the meditation and so forth. And then one session will be a study session. Now, if you're reluctant to sign up for the retreat because you feel like you might miss a couple of Wednesdays or a couple of Saturdays, uh, that's not anything to worry about. Don't let that uh, keep you from signing up for this retreat, because all of these sessions will be recorded uh, and they will be available uh, to those who have missed them. I'll send a link uh, to the people who have missed the episodes. Now these sessions, although they will be recorded, I won't make them available to the wider public as a way of uh, keeping the um, container, uh, respecting the container of the retreat. So you must sign up for this retreat to get benefit uh, from it. Okay. Another announcement. Uh, I'm currently accepting applications for my one-on-one meditation studies. So if you have a meditation practice already and you're interested in deepening that practice, or if you're new to meditation and you would like to uh, learn what it's all about, I do meet with beginners and advanced. All, uh, all levels of expertise and non-expertise are welcome. <laughs> so, uh, take a look at, again, my website, suchsweetthunder.org and click on the online studies page and that will give you all of the details you'll need to get started there. One more announcement. I'm really, really pleased to announce that I'm returning to Chiang Mai Holistic here in Northern Thailand. So. If you're here in Thailand, uh, this one is for you. These won't be uh, live-streamed or online or recorded, I don't believe. They might be, but I don't believe so. Anyway, if you're here in Northern Thailand, uh, please come by Chiang Mai Holistic uh, from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. I'm giving uh, uh, an intensive on loving-kindness practice. So that starts this Wednesday, October 7th, and it runs for six weeks. So every Wednesday for the next six weeks, I'll be there giving an hour session on loving kindness. This will include a talk, it'll include a guided meditation, and an opportunity for Q&A. You can join for just one of those of the series. Uh, You don't have to feel committed to the entire six-week process. You can come to one or a few or all six weeks, that's up to you. Okay i'm done with the announcements and on to meditation on change and here uh, we're focusing on change in our own mind change in the eye or as in some circles it might be known as the ego now this is a an important practice and it can be quite delicate we mistakenly have come to believe that the material of the mind is fixed and solid and unchanging. This is what gives us this experience of being an I. And a good portion of that experience of I is based on memories. And We all have memories, unless we're suffering from some sort of mental disorder. Uh, we all have memories. Now these memories are basically stories that we keep telling ourselves over and over again either consciously or unconsciously these stories create the basis for who and what we think we are now typically these stories are based on who and what we imagine other people think us to be and so right there is one of the the real important aspects of this practice, is because we've actually given a tremendous amount of power to other people, because we base our ego, uh, we base our personality on what we think other people see us as. So, one of the great benefits of this type of meditation is we start to unravel that habit. We start to reclaim that power that we've given to others. Now I mentioned memories. Interesting thing about memories is that they're selective. Now, we think we have a memory of the past, and we think that's actually what happened. But it's not. It's actually what we experienced as unfolding. But that can change and it fluctuates as time passes, our view of what occurred changes. Our emotional response to what occurred changes. And so when we can really feel that and be with that, the I changes our experience of this I, of being what I think I am, that also begins to fluctuate. Now that can be scary for some people. We like to think that we are this solid, fixed, permanent I. This gives us a feeling of security. It supplies us with this temporary illusion of immortality. Now, I'm not advocating any type of repression here. It's important to understand that we honor our past. And if there if there were wounds that were afflicted through previous experiences, it's important to take the time needed to heal. Those wounds. It's important to grieve losses from the past. But we can do all of that without att- attaching our identity to that past. And so I have found in my own practice that that is more easily done when we go into a meditation and experience how our memories change experience the ever-changing field of the past. So this allows that experience of I to begin to break down. It starts to dissolve. It starts to crumble. And this actually becomes a relief. It sounds a bit frightening at first. And for many people, fear can arise during these meditations. Now if fear arises, or anger arises, or any type of emotional reactivity arises during the meditation, the idea is to then hold that emotion in present moment awareness. We don't push that away and say, oh, I'm meditating right now, I don't want to deal with that fear. No. The fear is actually a part of the meditation. So, we're not here training ourselves to eradicate fear from our life. That would be impossible. But we're training ourselves to rest in the experience of fear when we do that. So, we hold the fear. We hold the present moment awareness of the breath, the body, the sounds of the present moment. And then we're in the meditation, contemplating change, and I'll get to that in a moment. Fear arises, that's good, that's fine. Holding the fear with everything else as a part of the meditation experience. So, what eventually starts to happen in these practices on change and impermanence is this experience of I, as I mentioned, starts to dissolve, it starts to break up. We start to recognize that we've placed an enormous amount of energy and importance on just another experience. Just like the experience of the sound, just like the experience of the sensations of the body, this experience of being an I is just another experience. Yet we place great great deal of energy and importance. In fact, most people, their life revolves on defending that eye, of building that I, and of taking care of that I. So when that starts to, when we see that, what we're doing there, it's like holding a fist for all of our life and then we realize oh i'm clenching my fist i we forget right if we if we held a fist for a week we'd forget that we're holding that clenching that and just be our reality and we look oh ah ah well, that feels much better and what happens then is that we reclaim that energy we don't need to do that anymore that hand is just another part of my experience. I don't need to be making a fist. And it's the same thing with the eye. We clench around that eye, we defend it, we protect it, we encourage it, we uh, hold it in place, we make it into a fixed, permanent entity. And we have this eye, this fixed, permanent eye, looking out at a fixed, permanent world. that creates that illusion of I here other out there that starts to dissolve with these practices of impermanence now I've talked far too much uh, because I am gonna do uh, I'll do today's guided meditation there'll be another guided meditation on Thursday evening or Friday morning depending on where you are tuning in Uh, so That'll be the last, that'll be stage four. That'll be where we combine all of the stages, previous stages, uh, where we meditate on change in the world, meditate on change in the physical body, and then meditate on change in the eye, the one we're gonna do today. So in the last stage, we combine them all. And then after that, I'm going to give a talk, a Dharma talk, wrapping it all up. So I don't wanna give away too much of the talk today. So let's get into the guided meditation now like all of the meditations on change and impermanence this uh, meditation is no different in that it has a key phrase key phrases in uh, tibetan meditation practices are quite important because it's thought that uh, when we do these practices repeatedly over and over again we hold the key phrase so that when we're going about our day and our day-to-day experience We can just bring the key phrase up in our mind and that allows what we've cultivated in meditation to be available in that moment-to-moment reality and that uh, exchange with the real world, if you will. So the key phrase for these practices is everything changes, nothing stays the same. And so throughout the meditation, I'll bring that up uh, every now and then and that's the reason it's we're, we're planting that seed in our awareness so that we can recall that phrase uh, when we're in our day-to-day experience and we go through aspects of our eye recognizing how these aspects change and we'll go back in five-year increments now if you were with me on my last practice uh, this will sound familiar because that's what we did with the physical body as well Go back in five-year increments. So we start with our present moment. I. We, you know, think about or contemplate in meditation our ability to see, uh, <laughs> our ability to see, hear, touch, taste, and smell. Uh, think, our ability to think, our ability to remember and comprehend, and we uh, contemplate our ability uh, to uh, to hold memory. And we think about some specific memories that we uh, might be having now in our you know not right now in the meditation but the past week or so and we compare all of that with five years ago our ability to see hear, touch our senses our ability to think and remember uh, the particular memories that might have been uh, plaguing us or dancing with us at that time then we also look at our changes in beliefs what we believe to be true and valuable now compared to five years ago our beliefs about ourselves, our beliefs about the world we'll also look at our likes and dislikes and our values our truths we started with present moment self five years ago we'll just be with that for a little while then 10 years ago We'll be with that for a little while. Then 15 years ago, then 20 years ago, so forth. Going back and back until uh, we're recalling our abilities, our memories, our changes in our beliefs from a five-year-old self to a present-day self. And we'll rest with that just for a few moments. And then I'll use a pointer question to guide your awareness. That pointer question is what about me doesn't change? And so allowing that question to guide your awareness, not trying to answer the question with a concept or with words, but simply allowing the question to guide you. Okay. So I think that's all I want to say. This practice will open in uh, much in the same way that many of the meditations that I offer uh, open. We'll start with the breath, go through the body very briefly. We won't do a thorough body scan. We'll just briefly go through the body as a way of uh, coming into the present moment, engaging the present moment. Uh, And then we'll uh, also open our awareness to the sounds of the present moment. Now this is done so that we come into intimate contact with the present moment and allowing the mind to settle. Oh, I need some water. Okay, pardon me. All right. So, here we go, enjoy. So allowing the body to rest. Allowing your muscles to relax and grow soft. Letting any tension or stress that's held in the body go. Allowing the mind and heart to rest. Noticing the breath as it enters and leaves the nose. <clears throat> there might be a cool or a sensation arising from the nose. Noticing the breath as it touches the back of the throat. Perhaps simply noticing the temperature changing from cooler to warmer. At the nose and the back of the throat. You might also notice the rib cage expanding and contracting with each breath. Noticing the abdomen rising and falling as you inhale and exhale. There might be sensations of clothing moving across the body with each breath. And perhaps noticing the back moving out as you breathe in and in as you breathe out. You might notice the shoulders rising and falling with each breath. You might also notice the body straightening up slightly as you inhale and leaning forward slightly as you exhale. while resting with the experience of breathing, bringing awareness and attention to the sensations of feet against the mat or the floor, noticing the sensations of clothing against the legs, the weight of the body against the cushion or chair, mat or floor. You might also notice sensations of clothing against the back. The hands resting against the body or touching each other. the arms resting against the body. Noticing sensations of clothing against the shoulders. You might also notice sensations arising from the back of the neck. and the sides of the neck. Sensations arising throughout the back of the head and the ears. Noticing any sensations arising throughout the cheeks of the face the lips and the nose, the eyes and the forehead, noticing any sensations arising from the crown of the head. Resting here with the breath and body, you might also notice the sounds of the present moment. Not focusing on any one sound in particular, but noticing the entire field of sound. field of sounds is a great example of impermanence how sounds change and move through the silence of awareness and so we'll rest right there for a few moments maintaining open, spacious awareness on the sensations of breath and body, silence and sound. And if you become distracted by thoughts any time during the meditation, label those thoughts thinking and gently return back to the present moment. And allowing that process also to be a symbol of change and impermanence. How attention can change. while resting here in this present moment experience. Get a good feel for your present moment self. Your ability to hear and see, taste and touch and smell. your ability to think, remember, and comprehend. Get a feel for your present day memories. What do you think about presently? Notice your beliefs about the world around you and the beliefs about yourself. How do you define yourself? What do you like and dislike? What do you value presently and hold to be true presently? And now recall yourself five years ago, the year Twenty fifteen. And recall your ability to see, hear, taste, touch, and smell. Perhaps you wear glasses now or bifocal. Perhaps you've changed from glasses to contact lenses or vice versa. You might be wearing a hearing aid or developed tinnitus over the past five years. Perhaps there's odors that you like now that you didn't like five years ago, or that you don't like now that you liked five years ago. Recalling your ability to think five years ago, remember and comprehend. Perhaps you were studying a subject five years ago. Perhaps you're studying now and find your ability to comprehend less adept than five years ago. beliefs did you hold to be important five years ago that you no longer hold now about yourself how did you identify yourself five years ago that's different today What did you feel about the world five years ago that's different today? What about your likes and dislikes? What are the the things that you like today that you, didn't like five years ago, or that you didn't know existed five years ago. Foods, drink, travel, friends. What did you value five years ago that you no longer value now or beliefs and truths that you held five years ago that you no longer hold now or perhaps you've developed new beliefs new values in the past five years and just rest there with that contemplation for a moment. And now while resting in this present moment, Recall yourself 10 years ago. This would have been in the year 10. Recall how your abilities to see, hear, taste, touch and smell might be quite different 10 years ago to now. They might be similar as well. That's for you to find out. Call your ability to think, remember, and comprehend 10 years ago and compare that to the ability to think, remember, and comprehend present day. Has that changed? Has it remained the same? What about changes in beliefs about ourself? How we might have identified ourselves 10 years ago, and how that contrasts and compares to how we identify ourselves presently? The stories we tell ourselves about ourself are those different present day to 10 years ago? about our beliefs about the world how we see the world and view the world compare ten years ago self to present day on what we believe about the world the stories we tell ourselves about our environment and about the entire planet different or similar? Have our memories changed? Did we reconnect with somebody from our past who reminded us of a event we went to together that looked much different? Perhaps, simply recalling a different point of view allows our whole memory bank to shift. Compare our memories ten years ago to our present day memories. What about our likes and dislikes, the things we used to crave or push against 10 years ago? Are those cravings similar or much different today? Or do we push against different things today than we did 10 years ago? Our fears and hopes and longings, how have those fluctuated over the past ten years? about our values and truths. What did we value 10 years ago that is no longer with us today? Or perhaps we have values today that we didn't have 10 years ago. What did we hold to be true and dear to our heart 10 years ago? that we no longer consider true today, or vice versa. Rest there with that contemplation for just a few moments. Recall yourself 15 years ago. This would have been in the year 2005. Recall your abilities to see, hear, taste, touch and smell. notice all of the change and our abilities to sense. Fifteen years ago to present day self. Ability to think remember and comprehend 15 years ago to present-day self perhaps we were studying back then high school or college our cognition and retention might have been considerably sharp Perhaps we've been practicing a great deal of meditation and now our recollection and cognition is sharper now than in the past. Notice our memories, how they may have fluctuated moved and changed 15 years ago to present day perhaps memories of early childhood that looked a lot different 15 years ago than they look now how have those memories fluctuated moved changed evolved on to our changes in our beliefs about ourself, contemplating how 15 years ago what we identified with, what we believed about ourself, and how that has evolved, changed, grown, shifted to present day self. How we view the world, our society, our culture, the world at large. How did we view all of that 15 years ago compared to how we view it now? You may think you're wiser now, but are we? The likes and dislikes, what we really liked and enjoyed and craved and were drawn to 15 years ago, to what we crave, enjoy, like, desire presently, and what we disliked, what we pushed against, what we fled and feared. 15 years ago to what we pushed against, fled in fear now? What did we hold to be true and valuable 15 years ago? compared to what we hold to be true and valuable present day. as that shifted and fluctuated, evolved? Just rest with that contemplation for a few moments. Again, if there's any emotional response or reaction to these contemplations, hold the emotion in present moment awareness, that a part of the meditation practice itself. contemplate yourself 20 years ago, in the year 2000, going through the same contemplations, how your abilities have changed and evolved, your capacity to remember and comprehend and think 20 years ago to present. How have your memories shifted? Notice how the memories of your early, early childhood might have changed, evolved, been shaded by experience and life 20 years ago to present day. Contemplating changes in belief about ourself, the things we valued about ourself and identified with 20 years ago to our present day self. Our beliefs about the world, our culture, our society, Notice how that might've changed 20 years ago to present. What did we like and dislike? Our cravings, attractions, and aversions? Our desires? What were those based on 20 years ago, as opposed to our present day self? Looking at our truths, what we held to be true and valuable and precious 20 years ago, and compare that to what we hold to be true and valuable today, noticing all of the changes along the way, from our 20 year self to our present day self and just rest with that contemplation for a few moments And go back to yourself 25 years ago, 1995. Going through the same contemplations. Going back to 1990, five years earlier. until you recall yourself as a five-year-old. What were your abilities like as a five-year-old to see, hear, taste, touch, and smell? five-year-old you could think remember and comprehend what is that different than the present day you your ability to think remember and comprehend presently You can contemplate the memories of five-year-old you to your present day memories. What did you believe about yourself as a five-year-old? How did you identify yourself compared to how you identify yourself now believe about yourself now and recall all of the changes in your identity and your belief about yourself from five-year-old you to present-day you beliefs about the world as a five-year-old compared to the beliefs about the world now. All of the changes along the way. Your likes and dislikes as a five-year-old are probably quite a bit different And your present moment likes and dislikes. Recall all of the changes along the way. Values and truths. What did you hold to be true and valuable as a five-year-old? compared to what you hold to be true and valuable now. Just rest here in this contemplation for a few moments. contemplate what about me doesn't change is there anything in our experience that is permanent And so I hope you enjoyed uh, today's offering, Meditation on Change and Impermanence. I'm offering this series as a way of alleviating uh, the, uh, what I see to be an incredible amount of suffering that's happening in today's ever changing and rapidly changing world. Uh, So I have found these practices to be quite effective In the ability or cultivating the ability to rest in change Uh, and I hope uh, you all will find that same uh, relief that I have found Uh, I will be back uh, Thursday evening in the States Friday morning here in Asia with the final guided meditation on change where we'll be meditating on the external world our physical body, and the experience of I, all three stages combined, uh, so that we can really experience uh, change throughout our entire present moment awareness, that everything is changing, that nothing stays the same. Thank you so much.